Hello, hello. This is Casey from the Non-Diet Yogi Podcast. The following is a sample of the bonus episode I produce every couple of weeks or so for my Patreon subscribers. You can support my work and have full access to all bonus episodes and other premium content, including resources and other goodies from guests of the podcast, by subscribing for just two US dollars a month at patreon.com slash nondietyogi. Thanks for listening and thanks for your support, which keeps this podcast going without ads or sponsors. I think that clean eating is an interesting choice of words. It's a phrase most um, hungrily incorporated into the vocab of masses of women seeking to improve their health. And really, you know, a lot of the time there is a desire for weight loss. At its conception, I think that clean eating simply meant eating plenty of whole, real, so-called real foods. So fruits and vegetables, whole grains, animal and plant-based protein, nuts, seeds, and cold-pressed oils. It also meant eating as close to nature as possible within reason. Um, So eating with minimal processing, packaging, and factory farming. Cooking at home and finding, you know, Decent or high quality ingredients is encouraged um, with this original, you know, definition of clean eating. I think clean eating in this sense implied an understanding and an appreciation of where our food comes from. And I can really get on board with all of that. I, I think that that's that's fine, like endeavouring to improve the overall quality of your diet and reduce the impact on the environment if that's your prerogative. Um, If you have the privilege and the resources to be able to do all that, then that's fantastic. But then something happened. (laughs) Um, Somewhere between organising bulk food co-ops and the newest rendition of paleo-veganism and juice cleansing – the phrase clean eating took on a new twisted meaning. The implication deep down, I think, is that if you're not eating clean, then what you're eating is dirty or unhygienic and you, by extension, are dirty. And as women, this hits a mighty sore spot. You see, I don't think that women would embrace clean eating in its current elitist, classist, food and body shaming form if we didn't think somewhere that deep down we were intrinsically dirty. On a deep, perhaps subconscious level, many women already have an issue with the mess and disorderliness, quote unquote, of being female. So what better scab for diet culture to pick at? We live in a patriarchal society where many of the defining elements of being female, such as menstruation, are still somewhat of a taboo, something dirty, something to be ashamed of and hidden rather than celebrated as a rite of passage for women as they are and were in many traditional cultures. It's no wonder that women could be led to believe they are intrinsically dirty, messy, offensive and disorderly. It's easy to see how many women might subconsciously embrace clean eating as the newest proof that we aren't disgusting, lazy, disorganized messes. It's kind of the perfect antidote to our body shame. 
the perfect remedy to our out-of-control bodies with their so-called haphazard cycles. At its height, rigid clean eating, and by which I mean any form of restrictive dieting, and the exercise addiction that often accompanies it, have the power to wipe out our femaleness, our menstrual cycles, all together. I did this to myself in my early 20s when I experienced self-induced hypothalamic amenorrhea from over-exercising and clean, in other words, under-eating. I didn't have a period for nearly a year and for most of that time I was relieved at not having to deal with the inconvenience and mess of menstruation. Luckily, with more food, less crazy exercise and a crash education in the long-term dangers of not menstruating, my period did come back and I didn't jeopardize my long-term fertility. Other women I see in clinic are less fortunate. Our bodies are our biosphere. The kind of catchphrase, you are what you eat, which I (laughs) hear so often now that I'm in the naturopathic world and I'm in my final year of completing my naturopathy degree, I hear, you know, food is medicine and you are what you eat. And it To be honest, it drives me a bit crazy. There is absolutely truth to it. Yes, the quality of your diet does um, absolutely impact your health and has the potential to improve your health. But it's so much more than what we eat. We are so much more than what we eat. Um, Our attitude, our energy, our approach to eating are extremely important. You know, someone can choose to eat a strictly pure, clean diet and still be polluting their biosphere, their minds with um, thoughts about, you know, how inadequate their bodies are, how they're not good enough yet. And the stress hormones that they generate through worry and dietary restriction and excessive or harsh exercise without adequate rest. You know, a person can really continue maintaining this very patriarchal power and control over their bodies. They can keep whipping themselves into staying on strict clean diets or trying to make their bodies meet the cultural ideal. They can just keep judging and being hypercritical of their bodies and keep comparing themselves with others even while they're eating clean and abiding by the whole you are what you eat mentality. The alternative that I propose is that we stop thinking linearly and individualistically and remember our connection with the whole, with the earth and with our bodies, the cycles of nature, the cycles of our bodies. Our bodies are constantly in flux. You know, sticking to a 1200, 1500 or whatever calorie diet or sticking to a 100% pegan diet is just not going to cut it because our bodies are constantly in flux nurturing our continually morphing and yes aging bodies I think is a more holistic feminine approach understanding that we have menstrual cycles if we have wombs Um, everyone experiences seasonal cycles and different life stages as we age and Moving through all of these cycles and stages requires flexibility, it requires attunement and continual adjustment. It's not just about finding the perfect diet and sticking to it. There is no perfect diet and again, that's a more patriarchal, linear, restrictive way of thinking. I think instead we need to be adaptable to go with the flow and to meet our needs as best as we can throughout this precious time we have on the earth. 
This interconnected viewpoint is one that we can bring into everything, not only our relationships with food and our bodies, but with our loved ones, our children, our gardens, our workplaces, and our environment. Thank you.